That's the bubbling, that's the sound. My name's Anthony, I'm joined by Sevi, and we are gathered around the water cooler to talk about the penultimate episode of Marvel's Moon Knight. Sevi, man. Yes, mate. What'd you, th- what'd you think? Mate, this... It's like I was watching a different a different show. <laughs> and it's sad that it's taken five episodes to get there. Well, for me, something that anyway. we, we spoke about in previous episodes, when we were voicing your disapproval of the show, was that this this would probably have worked better as a movie. Oh, 100%. Because we would have hit this point about probably start of the second act, end of the second act, probably, of the movie. Yeah. You know, because that's what this is. This is like they're going into the third act yeah. now. Yeah, for sure. Um, Which... Man, yeah, I know. I loved it too. Like this was something that I, I, I said to the missus when it finished was, I'm glad they did Moon Knight now because if they had tried to do Moon Knight what when do you they mean? wanted to back in like before Robert Dane Jr.'s Iron Man, like before the MCU stuff. So around Blade? Yeah. They wouldn't have gotten Oscar Isaac or an actor like Oscar Isaac. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you weren't getting guys like like that to play these roles back then. Nah, it's a fair point. And Moon Knight needs an actual actor, a high caliber. Like he's and doing- he is he is now like he's he is cementing his name as a high caliber actor. Like this show in itself is a character study, and I love shows like that. It's the same as One Division was. We got a real character study into who Wanda is. We went into her past trauma. You went into everything about like this. This show actually parallels One Division for me so much. Yeah, but like the end of One Division. You know what's funny is One Division was super slow as well, and, and it was the last like two episodes. And you were like, yeah, and you would have like, but you would have hints of greatness in each episode. Like there would be something that's cool, but then it just sort of fizzled away, and you're like, oh, that okay, we're back to this again. But then it was like episode four, the end of episode four of One Division, was where I think she threw um, Monica out of the illusion. Yep, yep. And Monica woke up out of it. Yep. And we got like the base and everything. So that was kind of like the episode, end of episode four at midnight. Yeah. That's where he wakes up in the judgment psych ward, whatever you want to call it. Then we get a full episode of essentially walking down his past. And we had that one division as well. Yeah. Where they're walking through her her memories essentially. Yeah. Yeah. To find exactly. out where all this happened. And then we got the name drop. Which was in in one division it was um it was Catherine Hahn's character, Agatha. Yep. Saying you are the Scarlet Witch. And in this one it's Conchu saying Rise, my fist of vengeance, my moonlight. And that's the first time we've heard Moonlight. Yeah. Show. Yeah. I love it, man. Like, and that's what I mean. Like the parallels to WandaVision are probably there, which is which is interesting because I think you felt the same way about WandaVision. Oh mate, the first three episodes sucked. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing about this is, see, I'm all about action, where this episode didn't have much. It, it just told an awesome story. 
And like a told really God. awesome story. But Oscar Isaac is doing so much heavy lifting. He's doing all of the heavy lifting. Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm loving Ethan Hawke's. Yeah, but he's, he's not in it enough. But his therapist character? Jeez, he's good. But once again, it's that thing of when you get good actors to do the roles. They just work off of each other. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Jake. Let's do it. Because we definitely saw Jake here. He's ready to stab himself and everyone. <laughs> and So he comes to some point in the office his nose is busted up like a boxer don't know where that damage came from no idea because then he comes back later on that it's gone and his face is normal it's like huh but that tells us he's been brawling it tells us that he's not we're not getting his true story here no because from each take of who shows whether it's steven in the room or or mark in the room it's like their faces are different and his facial facial reactions are different. His um, their hair his voice, his voice is different. Definitely, and I don't know how we didn't pick that up. Brooklyn, New York. We might have seen Jake a lot earlier than we and we didn't notice because if he didn't say anything, we yeah. wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah. So now right. you're gonna have to. I'll leave this to you. Go back and watch to it go again. back and watch it again and see if you can spot their hairstyles because all their hairstyles are different. <clears throat> They're all different hairstyles, all three yeah, of them. Even like just his face, like he's doing that thing that I loved from Split where, that McAvoy did where he doesn't even have to say anything most of the time and you can see who is there. Yeah. Like Stephen and Mark, because we spent so much time for them, are such different characters. How good would McAvoy be at playing Moon Knight? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'd be incredible. It'd be insane. But I think we've we've got an amazing one. We've already, got a great so one. He is great. I'm fine with it. Like Oscar Isaac is Moon Knight right now. You don't want him um, as Wolverine? You don't want to in a in another universe swap him out? I don't know. Maybe through McAvoy's Wolverine, see what happens. <laughs> Ew, no. <laughs> oh, we're going down that list anyway. He's a great actor. See what he can do. No, nah, not um, as Wolverine. He bulked up for split. He did. He was beefy. God. Beefy and split. Jeez, man. Um, but we're not here to talk about him. We're not, no. <laughs> um, we're talking about Moon Knight. We're talking about Moon Knight. It was awesome. All right, so we went down a hole here. Let's talk about this hole because literally the cave. So we see him at the moment where his brother essentially drowns, dies, mm. is lost. Mm. Now, Sad stuff, that. Oh, definitely, yeah. And then we get we have two um what do they call them? She Shivas? Shivas? I think it is. Um I don't so know what you're talking about. I don't know where you're going it, now. It's a Jewish wake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we have two of those in this in this. We've got the one for his brother. Yep. And then we've got the one for his mum, which yep. he's standing outside of not wanting to go into. I was gonna say his mum was an arsehole. That that was solid asshole. A lot. Like that was brutal. And the dad's got no spine. <laughs> um well in the So in the comics, what causes um Mark's split is as a child he sees a uh, it was something like a Nazi 
war criminal torturing someone or being tortured or something. It was oh brutal. wow, yeah. And then like his they dad didn't want to go that route. I think they went a better route. <laughs> um, his dad took him to a psychiatric hospital, which was Putnam's Medical Center, which is what we get in here. Um, and that's where he gets he's supposed to get his treatment, but he develops his split identities to block out things that happen. Yeah, that's right. Now, in this one, we get it that it's an abusive mum. So he creates a character whose mum isn't abusive so that he can escape that. Which didn't make sense to me in a way. No, 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 no. Wait for it. I think I know where you're going and I'm going to jump in here. I think he created two characters at the same time. So I think... Steven needs the memory of a good mum. You reckon he created Jake at the same time to take the punishment? Jake takes the beating. Yeah. Mm. And that's why Steven can't remember the beatings. Or did Mark take the beatings? I think Steven took him. You mean Steven. I think Jake. Jake took him. And that's why Jake is a badass. But then how does Mark know what Jake's Mark's, happened? Mark seems to remember what happens with yeah. Jake. Yeah. Because when he that's what I'm thinking. Up, it doesn't make sense. There's too many, there's a, a couple of plot holes here that don't make sense, or it's just that Jake and him are closer. Because when we saw him in the room, and he's like, and he turned to Steve, and he turned into Steve, he's like, oh, I better pick all this up before Mum comes in here and gets angry. Yeah. While he's saying that, his mum is beating, trying to beat down the door. Yeah, but he's obviously blocking it out. But what's interesting is we know, like, we know we've seen Jake. In that office. Oh, 100%. Right? Do you remember what the doctor was saying to him in the office at that time? No. He's saying, you're creating this world where you're you're judging yourself, essentially. You're, you're, you're putting it aside and you have to reconcile your, your parts. Yeah. Right? Then when Stephen's back talking to... Stephen and Mark together are back talking to Tarot in the hallway... She's explaining where they are and Mark goes off talking about, ah, oh, the doctor was right. I'm just doing this. But he said that to Jake, not Mark. Yeah. So I think there's either, like you said, it's either a plot hole or it's bleeding over into action. Well, I hope they, I hope they try and explain it because if they don't explain that, that's a, that's a solid hole, mm. like massive. Well, it's still interesting that we got like how we could have Jake in that kind of office, but he still, we know he didn't get out of that tomb, out of that casket. He yeah. shaking there, they didn't let him out. So it would have been interesting if they let him out, there would have been three of him standing there, which would have been bloody cool. We do get that at the end of every credits. We get the three faces. And I think you sent me something about all their hair being different as well yep. in that picture. Yep. It's crazy. Like, it's crazy. That's what they're doing. But anyway, so we've got Tower. They're on the boat. This is what we called last week. We? No, uh, not we. Don't give me credit. <laughs> I, I take no credit in this. This is you. 100%. You're a winner. Psychiatric Hospital is actually just his journey to the field of reeds. Yeah. Um, did you get your little uh, Osiris... Nod in this in this one, Anubis, Anubis. Sorry, I've seen him. Yeah, see, there's, the... there's 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 something going around that I saw that that. Oh, what's his name? Who's Ethan Hawke's character? 
Arrow. Is not actually controlled by who we think he's controlled by. Well, that he's is... actually controlled by Anubis, not yeah, and it would actually make sense because but... he's he's judging them, but he's not taking the souls, like he's not devouring them. No, he's just saying he's just judging them, the which is exactly what Anubis does. He yeah. just judges and de- determines which way judgment. you're going. Amit was the punishment. That's right, and he's not punishing people. He's only judging. Mm. So, and not only that, what head does Anubis have? He's got the head of a jackal. Yeah. Who have we seen show up? Yeah, we've seen jackals. Jackals. Yeah, we've not seen crocodiles. So, that's right. So, I'm thinking that, yeah, it it could, we might be getting Anubis in the final episode, Mm. which would be awesome. Oh, that'd be. If he shows up. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm I'm not holding my breath on that one. Neither am I, because it's what I want, and I'm not going to get it. <laughs> Just because um, it's almost like throughout Midnight Comics, they actually try to distance themselves from Anubis. Yeah, I don't know why. I think, I don't know if it's a respect thing or it's a... <laughs> it's a perfect thing. You, you, you're judging people. You're sending them, you're choosing which way they're going, and that's... And he's ex- such a cool character. Yeah. Especially if they if they do him right. Although in saying that, if you know releasing a meat is actually they've just released this giant crocodile-headed, hippo-bodied beast that's ripping through Cairo right now and devouring people <laughs> instead of into the underworld. If they did bring <clears throat> Anubis in, what <clears throat> voice would you want him to have? Oh, jeez. I'd, I'd want like a real like. Oh man! I don't like because I'm like, I'm thinking like, that there's several different ways they could go with that character. I'd want like cool, cold, calculated. Like no warmth. No warmth, but no cold. Yeah. So very mean. just mono. Mainly because he judges, and. I don't want you to think he's got a personality behind the judgment. Like, he's just purely about judging. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to think of a, a voice that you could have that just has sort of... Because the voice has got to have... It's got to be all life, but no life at the same it's time. Have a lot of gravity to it. Like, it has to be... Stuff that grab Peter Cullen. Can you imagine? Oh, Optimus Prime. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Your soul is mine. <laughs> no, because his soul isn't his. He's, he's sending the soul somewhere else. That would be yeah, cool, yeah. though. I didn't even. <laughs> anyway. I didn't even think of Peter Cullen as voice in Anubis. That'd be wicked. <laughs> and now it's all you want. Egyptians transform. <laughs> that'd be solid. Yeah. I want that. Yes, winning. And he had roll out. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Moon Knight, where's the all spark? <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is the crossover we need. <laughs> this is exactly it. Which we kind of got in Transformers 2. <laughs> they're in, in, in Cairo. That's right. They were right there. See, maybe the, maybe, maybe the Egyptians are pissed off because of that. It's they started destroying bloody pyramids and shit, and people are right, unhappy. We didn't get that crossover, but <laughs> one that we did get is 
the reference to um, the ancestral plane. Yes, which I got Black pretty Panther. excited about because I've been teasing that a little bit here and with the missus being like they keep referencing Bast, they keep referencing like little bits of Wakanda and stuff. I and when they said that the ancestral plane, I I did the same thing. I turned to the missus, I said, "Do you know what that is?" Mm. And she's like, "No." I'm like, "Black Panther, that's where he goes to talk to the last Panthers." That's their their afterlife. That's he, that's just hanging out by that tree. Which but which she also says, if where the the giant bast god is as well. Yes, but not only that. Look at the color scheme. Yeah, when he's purple. at the tree, it's all that purple, which is exactly the same as when he's on the boat going to the field of reeds. Yeah, it's all purple. It's the same place. What's interesting though is, do you remember we got two afterlifes in Black Panther? Because Killmonger wasn't um, connected to his ancestral plane. Yeah. So his was his apartment in... Um, hey. Yeah. Thought just popped into my head. Yep. While they're in there, do we see T'Challa? I don't think that. They could do it. Hey, Disney's nailing and absolutely nailing body doubles right now with Luke. Could they do it and have just a reference of T'Challa's there? That's where he is. He ha- he has died. Yeah, oh man. I just, I don't think they'd do that in Moon Knight. I reckon it'd be awesome to do a little nod since you're there. Oh, it'd be a great nod, but I just, I can't see them doing that in Moon Knight. Yeah. Um, just because it's a case of, I'm not hundred percent sure. Yeah, but not only that, of Black Panther are watching that. That's right. Yeah, that's where I just sort of talk. I had a conversation with myself in my own head. Then it's like the the, you want to be able to not watch the show but still know what's going on. Yeah, in the movies, pretty much. Um, Where this just sort of gives you extra. Exactly right, and this is getting like fleshing out the afterlife in the MCU and saying everyone has their own. Yeah. Now, we have seen another afterlife in the MCU, if you remember. And that's inside the Soul Plane. Soul Plane? That's a movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't Kevin Hart in that movie? Yeah, yeah. So, that's (laughs) obviously the the plane in Iron Man that becomes a... No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Becomes a disco, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's Soul Plane. Yeah. Um, No, the Soul Plane was after he snaps his fingers. Oh, that's right. Sees a young Gamora, and and you we also had the the scene that was cut with Tony talking to his daughter, his daughter grown up, yeah, which is the same thing, yeah. That would have had like an orange hue to it, kind of like the field of reeds. Yep, had. that field of reeds as well gave me like they had that same kind of shot of him quick, at the start. Quick thing, yep. Do you think that's where Thor's going to the field of reeds? When he plants his hammer and walks up and sits by that tree in the trailer, do you think they've killed Thor? Oh, God, that'd be brutal to show us that in the trailer. <laughs> you wouldn't know, though, would you? No. That's, that just got me thinking. Then I'm like, is he? Is that where he is? Because it's the same sort of tone background. Mm. And it seems very peaceful. Oh, God. Anyway. 
Let's hope not. Um, <clears throat> all right, so Moon Knight, back to Moon Knight. We get his his origin, we get his how his personality develops, and now we've got him essentially in heaven, but for him it's hell because he doesn't want to be there. He knows there's stuff he needs to get back to. And we're going to kind of be relying, I think, Tarot here, pleading a case with... The hippo with the flappy ears. Yeah. I love how they added in the flappy ears. How, not even that. Um, you know when Just what like, hippos do. They just flat, they, they have a little spasm in their ears. Yeah, you know, when she was like nervous at the start and she was trying to read that scroll... Just to, to be like, oh, it's been a while since we've had people come through here because obviously people have stopped believing in Egyptian gods. They've stopped coming to this afterlife. Yeah, yeah. Um, she gets a little scroll out and then she has to like, like almost does like a vocal warm up before she starts talking. Yeah. And it's just a full on like hippos. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cute and cool. <laughs> the Look, I got it. Like the way they animated this hippo, I loved it. Oh, it was like, well done. They went to so much detail. And like you said, those little ears. Oh, that was so cool. <laughs> like, and they just kept all flapping whenever they wanted. I, yeah, I just, I just hope that was someone's job just to watch the footage and go, add a flap here, put a little flap yeah. there. <laughs> it was just, that was just their just job. Adding in ear flaps. You are the ear flapper for the day. <laughs> <laughs> that's, their, that's their job title. <laughs> Hippo ear flapper. Go for jobs in the future and be like, well, I did the uh, ear flaps for... Oh, you're hired. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's amazing, yes. We gave ears personality. Yes, yes that's right, yeah. Which in turn gave that entire character personality. Because yep. like you're thinking about now, if that didn't if they weren't flapping, eventually you're like, I'm just staring at a CG hippo here. Yeah. There's no you know, hippo. Like, is, is this even a hippo? But there was enough going on that you were like, there's a character here. Yeah. Even to the point where she's she's got nail polish on. Yes. Like and it matches her clothing. She's just been sitting there in the afterlife waiting, like just doing a doing a thing. Um, and right, props so the, to Antonia for the voice as well. Oh, she's fantastic. And not a voice really you'd well. expect to come out of something of that size. And, and No, like that's that, right. Just a nice, sweet voice. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, she's the goddess of, I think it's parenthood and motherhood and or something. Not only that, this is also... Antonio Salib's first role as well. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Well, she's now, isn't it? Yeah. Well done. Um, so anyway, I think it's going to be up to Tarot to essentially bargain with Osiris to get, you know, to get Jake. Jake. I th- I'm going to keep saying Jake because while Stephen, all right, we haven't mentioned it yet, but of course Stephen dies. Does he? I hope not. God, I hope not. How can you kill something that's in someone's head that was created in their head? They can just recreate it. Well, they had two hearts to weigh. So he's obviously got enough kind of... Personality there as a whole different person. He's essentially developed his own soul is what I'm getting here. Yeah. You know? Like... Oh, man. He is the the saviour of Mark. Him turning to sand, though. Jeez. Like, Stephen is the hero. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because when Mark has a bad day, he turns to Stephen to but make it better. I love that moment where Stephen's just, like, realises that, wait, 
I am you because he didn't want to come to that realization. Yeah. But coming to that realization was, I am you. If you can fight, I can fight. Yeah. Yeah. On the boat. I like that. That was like, because that's not just, we got this moment of clarity that almost released Mark earlier, which was Stephen telling him, it's not your fault. You can't have this with you. You're a child. Yeah. Which was gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Because he had that massive breakdown. Jeez, that was... Anyway. But also, we get then the reverse, which is Stephen realizing that he's a made-up person. And then we get those questions of, just because he was created that way, does that make him any less of a person? Yeah. Because essentially, he thinks he's lived a life. That's right. And apparently the Egyptian gods feel he's lived a life because it's a life worth being judged. Yep. You know? I don't understand how the soul, how, how it's been weighted just by him dying though because obviously Jake's still there. So yeah, so where was Jake's still heart? Be in, like his body would still be in chaos. So maybe Jake hasn't lived as much of a life as Stephen did. Yeah. How creepy is the scene, sorry, where Mark has to walk into that room with all the people he's killed? Yeah. And we get the, oh, and they're all sitting I, there with their canopic jars. When they, in front when of they them. walked in there and it, and they, they had started talking, I, I said to them, I said, these are all the people he's killed. And then it also, they all sort of, and then they said it, it's like, oh no, oh but no, are we getting zombies? His, his, <laughs> Emoting there of what you remember them. Of course, I remember them. If you take a life, you remember it. Yeah, that's right. That was that was gorgeous. Cause you it, hold on to it, but it also like almost look. This <clears throat> Disney, I think, has a habit of trying to downplay a lot of death, the more brutal aspects of things. Yes, because that's what they do. But this is one time where I'm happy to have it downplayed. Because yeah, they have changed. Disney has changed their tune a lot, haven't they? We saw blood in this episode. Yeah, but I mean, look at look at well the cartoons when they first came out. Oh yeah, yeah they were no. brutal and racist and and racist. <coughs> they've they've, yeah. they've definitely done it. They've they've, they've flipped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're I, like these are family values now. I, yeah, I think going I think at one point there a couple of years ago they flipped too far. Yeah, and they went to the whole oh we're not showing anything. It's like hmm. You're gonna ruin TV if you do that, and movies. So it does feel like they're pulling back on it, and this yeah. is one time where I'm, I'm happy for the almost Disneyfication of it, because we got the zombies, we got the people who killed, <laughs> but we also got, like he's a mercenary. Do you? It's think... very easy to have a mercenary, like say Reacher for example. Not a mercenary, but Reacher just goes about does his own thing. Reacher has no remorse for anyone he kills. Oh, because our bad guys. Yeah, he goes, it's a fly on the windshield. He says that so many times. It's a fly on the windshield. I don't have sympathy for a bug I squash. That's right. They're a bad guy. They're a bug. I sleep like a baby. Yeah. That's what he says. Those are exact words. I Do think, you think they're trying to put more blood in that in because Deadpool's coming? <laughs> Food for thought. Look, they're opening up. But no, obviously, that's the, their minds are opening. <laughs> but they took blood out of Falcon Wind Soldier. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. But I think it was that they want kids watching that now to get ready for the Captain America 4 movie. Bring on Cap. 
you know? So it's like it comes out, it's rated a bit higher and we all watch it and then they go, if you want to show your kids it now, we've made it more friendly for them to watch because we want them to buy our toys. See, I reckon they, should be le- they shouldn't be taking the blood and that out of it if you've got your... You know how you, you, you choose what you want to be able to mm. see, like what ratings? Yeah, of course. So I reckon if you've got it open, you should be still seeing the original things. But yeah, if you've got it set like, to PG, then you get that PG version of it. That's what we'd be... Uh, I'd be all for that. Like just do... You're essentially doing a different version anyway. Yeah. Just keep the original or the, the more highly rated one. Yeah. Give us, on, the, give us the real one, but and, then go and leave through the and... Edited one. On yeah. like the PG setting or whatever. That's right. Go down and yeah. tone it down. And I mean, it's not that bloody hard. Well, I mean, you're essentially doing that anyway. You exactly. have one copy, you've got another copy now. Anyway. Give me the real one. Moon Knight. Loved it. Um, it was awesome. What else do you have to touch on? This was awesome. And this I is the highest rated at by a long way. So a long next week's way. episode, I, got, I fell into a bloody clickplay article. They got me. Um, said it was a record-breaking for length next week for an MCU show. We're going to air in a bit, are we? No. See, that's that was the bloody clickbait thing there. It's 45 minutes, which includes its um, credits. Yeah, right. So it's the shortest finale. Oh, wow. So they made it sound like, oh, we're getting a lot when really we're yeah, getting yeah, bugger yeah. all. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, we've got so much work to do to wrap up. There's a lot. Which is, obviously, which like, is making me... obviously, we saw all those souls dropping into the sand. Like, I'm, I'm scared now that you've said that, that it's shorter. That, that's what I'm worried about, you know? They're not, I, don't, I don't think they're going to hit the landing. Because if there's something that I've had an issue with with most of Disney Plus's shows, it's that I think usually it's the fifth episode for me, but the sixth does it as well. It rushes. Except Falcon and the Winter rushes. Soldier. No, Falcon rushed me as well. Really? Yeah, I think they rushed I didn't their, find that rushing at all. I, I mentioned it on our review. It's that they went from being almost respected friends. They weren't actual friends. They were just like respectful of each other. And then they had this montage and rush and suddenly they were like, I'll die for you. You're my best mate. Yeah. You know, like I felt that relationship got rushed. Um. Loki, I think, rushed a bit as well. I I worry that when they get to the to the yeah to this kind of finish point, they they creep 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 and then go. Oh man, we've got so many things to wrap up now. And I think we've said it every show when it's gotten to the last one. We're like, man, they got so many things they have to do to finish up. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I I honestly don't think they're gonna. It's gonna be a rush fest. If it's a shorter step, it's gonna be a rush fest. Because we've still got to see Jake in his full form. Let's talk about that for a second. Where do you fit that in? I think Jake is going to be integral to actually getting Conchu out. Brutal. I think he has to be. <laughs> and I want to see that. And it's funny because Conchu said to Stephen, tell Mark to come and get me. Yeah. What if it's not Mark? It is Jake. Yeah. Either way. Absolutely came for it. And then and um, then we had oh, you know what? Then we have the flip. Steven's gone. Yeah. Jake becomes Moon Knight. Mark becomes Mr. Knight. Mr. Knight. 
as a way to honor Stephen. Yeah. Oh, so we still get a we still get a we still get a semi brutal Mister Knight who puts his chest out a little bit, mm. and then you've got the real brutal Moon Knight who is Jake, and Stephen just inspires, and Stephen's just gone. Jeez. He's, he's gone. Yeah. Oh man. You could have that flip. If Mark doesn't want to be the brutal guy anymore and he acknowledges that Jake is the brutal one, let him ha- let him be Moon Knight. Because while we saw that Mark has a conscience about everything he's done as Moon Knight. That's right. Jake may not. Jake won't give a shit. This Jake may not. Um, <clears throat> I think they also have given Jake the boxer aspect of Mark Spector. Yeah. Because that's that's the bridge on the nose. That's a boxer's bandage. Yeah. <clears throat> so that'd be cool. Anyway, um, slight nod to what Layla's doing right now. <clears throat> what do you think Layla's doing? She's on a suicide mission to stop Harrow. Oh, who knows what she's doing? We didn't hear anything from her. <clears throat> See, we got to tie that up as well now. Well, you've really annoyed me Harrow. now. You've said I that think it's, it, it's the shorter step. I think that's part of Harrow. Anyway, oh, okay. We haven't talked about one of the biggest parts here. And that's when they wake up in the dig site memory. So this is Moon Knight's origin, essentially. Yeah. We've got Steven's origin. Yep. Possibly Jake's origin, which we didn't actually see. But that might have been there too. But we definitely got Moon Knight's origin. And it's him trying to stop his CEO, Bushman. Yep. <coughs> who's just gone through and ripped up everyone in the dig site. He tried to save the people, which is a fantastic little twist. That's awesome. And he got shot for it. Bushman. Bushman. Uh, the Bushman's the, the CEO. Is that the same as the dude that was in Luke Cage? No, that was... That's Bushmaster. Bushmaster. Yeah, okay. I was going, yeah, got confused. My bad. Not a Marvel boy. <laughs> Looks similar, though. Um, why are there so Bush... Why is there two Bush Bush people? What's going yeah, on here? Because he's a CEO, you know. Yeah. Creative anyway, differences. He's a mercenary. <laughs> um, so yeah, CEO tries to double cross everyone, kills everyone. Mark's tried to save him, doesn't work out that way. Has tremendous guilt for that happening, obviously. Do you think that it wasn't? Do you think it was Jake that killed everyone? Well, Just we thought. haven't seen the Bushman, that's the thing. Just a thought. Yeah, look, there's that little part of us that thought that if Mark knows what Jake's done, then yeah, he would feel really responsible for what happened there. Oh God, if Jake, the personality, is actually the Bushman, that's crazy. <laughs> anyway. Another thing that needs to be tied up next week. God damn. Yeah. We've got about um, 85 different things that need to be tied up. How's this going to happen? How? How? <laughs> and Blade still has to show up. <laughs> I mean, God. Come on. Well, Blade is in production now. That's right. So who knows what happened there? Um... Anyway, we get Konshu saying something really interesting, which was something I hadn't hadn't really put together before. Is this this Konshu says your mind is fractured that makes you perfect? Yeah. Whereas in the comics, it's you're perfect, but your mind is fractured. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he actually so, wanted him because his mind's easy to bend. Yeah, but also like. Yeah, maybe it's like the magic that whatever 
however it, it imbues him or whatever, takes hold better if you're split so you can compartmentalize it. Yeah. Be one of those old things of like holding an affinity stone works better if you're holding someone's hand, holding someone's hand, holding someone's hand, the power gets spread among you. It might just be that inside one person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which yep. could be why Harrow is such a mess. Anyway, lots of things to wrap up. We're steam rushing to the ending now. We know there's no season two. This is from the fact that they've put it in the Emmys as a limited series. Yep. Instead of a, a, a season, essentially. Um, so this all has to wrap up and then hopefully we're going to get Moon Knight in a movie at some point. Well, yeah. Oscar Isaac isn't tied to any kind of contract though. No. So if this all goes to goes downhill after the uh, in the next step, we may not get more. <laughs> he might not be back. He might go, no, I'm done. Yeah. So, but look, I do have faith in it and mainly because he's pushing it really. Well, he's done a lot of emotional acting and it'd be a shame if he did it for nothing. He's like, I want to win something and he should win something. Like 100%. They've nominated this for something and it should win something. <laughs> like just for him. I'll tell you what, if it wins CGI, I'm boycotting. <laughs> Done. I, I do think that some of the scenes we've been getting are gorgeous though. Yeah, they are. But I mean, it's just colour like, splash. They've just gone, blah, oh, paint, paint, like, take that. Let's pick, let's pick that a beautiful colour. Go. Boat through the sand the clouds in the background. Um, something I haven't been noticing is the first shot we've been getting in the trailer, in the, um, what's it called? The credits where we get like Muhammad Diad's name directing or whoever directed yeah, yeah. has been the field of reeds and the moon above it. Yep. But the moon's been going through its phases every, every oh, episode. Wow. So like the walking dead does how the title ages each season yeah so but that's reflective of Khonshu's powers yeah because it's the waning crescent moon like the last moon which we've just gotten now when Khonshu's as most powerful so does moon oh so that's when he's most so he can he can show up at any time but when that moon's at that crescent that's when he's most powerful yeah so what if there's no moon uh, then he's not there so his friends need help he's like sorry guys day off can't come. No moon. <laughs> um, it's cloudy. It's can't. Why, I can't. Like, sorry. It's why his crescent is always in that shape. Yeah. Like his crescent's always facing that one way. Yeah. It's the the shape of like the way he was the most powerful. Yeah. Essentially. Um, but yeah, that's something I didn't notice. Oh, we got another QR code this episode. Oh, I didn't even say it. Yeah, it was in the psych wards as they're going through the hallway of memories yep. at the start. So you know how the first memory was the museum bathroom yep. watching Moon Knight Whale on that jackal Yep. and then he turned around and there was I think it was Mark standing outside his mum's Shiva yep. but not going in and Mark was like brushing it off being like no no that's nothing that's nothing that's nothing next to that was the title of the room a QR code and the QR code was called the floor plan yeah right which is cool because it actually takes you back to issue one of Moon Knight. So the first time Moon Knight had his own solo comic. Oh, well. And it's his origin story. Yeah, nice. So if anyone out there actually wants to read the whole uh, Bushman CO tomb, him getting 
the powers of Khonshu, all that kind of stuff. Um, picked as picked as the Fist of Just, uh, Vengeance. Yep. Scan that QR code, get that comic, give it a read. It's good. Give it yeah. a give it anyway. a crack. Give it a go. Um, cheers for joining us, guys. Hopefully, next episode can live up to it. Otherwise, this is the highest rate episode of the season. Yeah. Well, this is sitting and at a nine point one. This is the first one in the nines. So. Yeah, and I felt that. Yeah, so died. Definitely, definitely my most enjoyed episode. It was, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Anyway, cheers, guys. We we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.